on, trusting in his holy, trusting in his holy word. Come on, Eric. He has never, he never failed me yet. That's why I'm singing, oh, 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 can't turn around. We come this far. Come on, everybody, one more time. I know that, I know that we come this far, my man, every day, and we're leaning, leaning on the Lord. Come on, trust Him in His Holy, trust in His Holy Word. Come on, everybody, He has never, He's never failed me yet. That's why I'm singing, oh, 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 oh. Come on, we come, we come this far, and I will trust in the Lord. Come on, I will, I will trust. Come on, in the Lord, I will trust in the Lord till I die, till I, till I die. Come on, I will trust. I will trust, trust in the Lord. I will trust in the, come on, I will, I will trust. Come on, in the Lord. Come on, one more. I'm going to stay on the battlefield. And I'm going to stay on the battlefield. Come on, you say I'm going to stay on, stay on the battlefield. I'm going to stay on the battlefield until I die. Until I, I'm going to stay on, stay on the battlefield. Every day, I'm going to stay on the battlefield. Stay on the battlefield until I die. One more song. Come on, you brought me from a mighty long way. Oh, you brought me, you brought from a mighty, hallelujah. I know you brought me from a mighty, oh, I know you brought me, you brought me from a mighty, oh, I know you brought from a mighty long way. Come on, everybody. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you. Come on, thank you. Come on, thank you. Oh, you brought me from a mighty, from a mighty long way. Oh, yes, you brought from a mighty, oh, I know you brought me, Jesus. From a mighty, oh, I know you brought me. From a mighty, oh, I know you brought me from a mighty long way. Come on, wave your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you on a Monday. I got to thank you on a Tuesday. I got to thank you on Wednesday. I got to thank you on a Thursday. I got to thank you for Friday. I got to thank you for Saturday. Thank you. Sunday. Thank you. Oh, you brought me from a mighty, from a mighty long way. One more time. Yes, you brought me. Thank you. I know you brought me. Hallelujah. Yes, you brought me from a mighty. Oh, I know you brought me from a mighty long way. Come on, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, you brought me from a mighty, from a mighty long way. Come on and give him praise this morning. Hallelujah, he's worthy. Come on, he's worthy. Let us make a joyful noise. He's worthy. Come on and lift your hands and say thank you. Hallelujah. If he's made a way for you, come on and give him praise. If he's opened up doors for you, come on and praise him. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Don't stop. Don't stop giving the praises right now. You are in 2021, and it's all by his mercy and his grace. Give the Lord another hand clap of praise because he's worthy. God is good. Didn't he wake you up this morning? You were in your right frame of mind. It's just enough to say thank you if he does nothing else. Thank you. Hallelujah is the highest praise. We owe it all to him. Good morning, regular Baptists. Each and every one of you look beautiful this morning, and it's such a blessing to see each and every one of you here this morning, members and church members alike. And we're happy and we hope to see you continually here at the regular Baptist Church that we may continue to give God the praise, honor, and glory for what he's done, for what he's doing, and is more importantly, for what he's going to do. He's going to come back for us, and we have that hope. So no matter what goes on this year in 2021, know that God has his eye on you. Amen? So you're welcome here this morning on behalf of our pastor, Dr. T.A. Hodge, and you view, viewing us at live screen, I forget about you guys, and our first lady, Sister Monique Hodge, we welcome you well. You know that this is the regular Baptist church, the end of your search for a friendly church. Amen? Let us pray. Most holy to everlasting God, everlasting you are, God. Father, we come, Father God, humbled and are on our knees, Believing and trusting in you, O oh God. Father, we know, Lord, that we would be nothing. We cannot make it without your presence, O oh God. 
We thank you, God, for being so kind and pouring out your spirit upon old flesh. Oh, Father God, we need you for all things. Oh, Father, most importantly, we need you right now. We're thankful, God, because we serve a right now God, and we're calling upon your holy name, God. Somebody, Father God, don't know where their next meal is going to come from. Oh, God, somebody don't know where the children are going to end up. Dear God, somebody is suffering because they have medical conditions, dear God. Oh, God, but you've already made a way. Oh, God, you've already fixed it, and we believe in you, oh, God. So we give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Father God, please create in us clean hearts. Please renew us into the right spirit. Father, that we may worship you in spirit and in truth. And we also ask, oh dear God, that you bless the man, the under-shepherd of this house. Father God, fill him cup, fill his cup like never before, that it may be poured out this year continually, Father. We need you right now for all things. Bless the sick and the shut in, the hungry and the homeless. Oh, Father God, and after we leave this place, we feel be filled by your spirit. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. And the church of God say, amen. Everybody, one more time. Hallelujah. We're sitting here thinking this morning after I talked to Reverend Washington, and I'm praying for my friend his wife, Sister Washington, our sister. Let's lift up in prayer. She usually be right here on this side singing this morning. And we want to give up. Just keep in your prayers. Keep Reverend Washington in your prayers also too. Hallelujah. Just fasting and praying with the church. Also on a fast. Thank God for the fast this morning. I was just sitting there and just giving him praise, glory, and honor because he deserves the praise, honor, and glory. Hallelujah. On yesterday is when you go through and you work with people. And we laugh, me and Brother Peyton laugh, but I was so full over Sister Jerry. When a lot of the choir members of my good ones, they, uh, Jerry just. Jerry is one. Jerry is one. You don't know. Um, so pray for them and pray for me. Hallelujah. I'm just going to keep continue giving them the glory. Hallelujah. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I know that it's the Spirit of the Lord. There's a sweet expression on each face. And I know that it's the presence of the Lord, come on and help me out and sing, sweet Holy Spirit, hallelujah, sweet heavenly dove, hallelujah, come on, stay right, stay right here with us, hallelujah, 
somebody stand and and for these blessings hallelujah we lift our hearts with praise come on without a doubt without a doubt we know that we have been revived when we shall when we shall leave come on everybody oh sweet holy spirit hallelujah sweet sweet heaven heavenly dawn hallelujah come on stay the band. Amen. God bless you. God bless you singing for the Lord playing for God. What a mighty God that we serve. I feel the spirit in God's house this morning. Amen. It's so good to see you. Thank God. Amen. Jesus and the Holy Spirit for always being the three all in one in my life first. Amen. Two great ministers who joined me. The officers man in this great body of Christ it's good to be in the land of the living one more day amen truly I pray for an extension of life that God guide and direct me I wish I had somebody here that joined me in that prayer for an extension of life over your life that God will guide you and direct you amen I want to continue in our series mountain livers 
Amen. Mountain livers. Amen. Uh, and then I want to continue on with part two, enjoying the best of life. Enjoying the best of life. Father, we pray now as we get ready to get in your word that the presence of your Holy Spirit will manifest, God. We need you, God, like never before. We need your touch. Father, we need the unction of your Holy Ghost that you will move and have your way, God. You will guide us and direct us, oh, Father, in life. And we realize and know, God, that we can't do nothing without you. So we invite you in, Holy Spirit. Look down upon all of us, God. Release your word. Release wisdom and knowledge, God. We invite you in right now, Holy Spirit. It is all within Jesus' name we ask it. We all say amen, amen. Reverend Washington, will you turn this just for me a little bit here? Amen. I want to, uh, thank you, Lot. Amen. A little bit more. Thank you. I want to go into 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, verse 7 and 10. Amen. Second, and I'll tell you what, you're not going to have to stand for this. Let's just pick up in our series and let's stand. We talked about uh, mountain livers. And when we talk about mountain livers, we're talking about uh, somebody on top of the mountain living, a person that lives on top of the mountain. And what I mean by mountain uh, top living is because you're not in a valley. On the mountain, you keep your mind together. On the mountain, you keep your heart right regardless of the circumstances and the objects that try to get in the way. You still remain steadfast in God. If you're living in a valley, it's when you allow things to get to you and you get depressed easily. You get frustrated with life and you really, you're just right there at giving up and that's not enjoying life. If you depressed, you can't enjoy life. Yeah. If you got to complain in spirit about what you don't have, you can't enjoy what you do have. Yeah. And see, and so what God wants us to do is to be a mountain liver, live on top of the world, like an eagle on top of the problem. You just don't let it get to you. And so look at this text, and I want you to write it down. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 7 and 10, and I am in the Amplified, and I need to be here because I want you to get uh, this understanding. You know, King James was, uh, is, is great uh, language to us, but there was, that writing was so much to the prestige, uppity words. Sometimes you just got to break it down so I can know what God wants. And so look at Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Watch this. Uh, but we have this what? Precious treasure. The good news about what? So we have that inside of us. We have uh, the good news of salvation. An unworthy earthen vessel, let's read it, of human frailty. So that what? So that the grandeur and surpassing greatness of the power of will be what shown to be from who? And so our bodies are just thin. We're fragile. 
And so what happens with this fragile, we're human. And which means we're subject to give up at any time. But what God says is that this grandeur and surpassing greatness of his power will be shown to be from who? God. His what? Sufficiency. In other words, it means here is that um, I'm not making it on my own. I'm making it through the power of God that's inside of me. And I'm surviving and I'm living and I'm enjoying the supplies from what God gives. It says, we are what? Pressured in every way. Look at this. When you're on the mountain, you understand you're pressured in every way. Hedged in. But not what? Preplex. Unsure of finding the way out but not driven to despair. Hunted down and persecuted, but what? Not deserted to stand alone. Struck down, but what? Yeah. And then look, verse 10, say what? Always carrying around in the body the dying of Jesus so that the resurrection of life of Jesus also may be sown in what? Our body. So in other words, is that no matter what the situation is and what we're going through, I can still rise above it by living on the mountain because I'm trusting in my Savior. He supplies all my need. He provides for me. I understand that things come my way, things try to knock me down, but I'm holding on to God's. Unchanged. So, therefore, I can enjoy life. Um, all right. Now, watch this next verse. John chapter 12. Go, to, go with me. Look at John chapter 12 and verse 25. And look what the word of God is saying. John chapter 12, verse 25. I look at this text because when you're looking at the text, listen, you have that? John chapter 12, 25. All right, watch this. The one who loves his life. Look what it said. Eventually loses through what? Now, now understand, the one who loves his life. Now, that's the one who loves his life. This life is talking about the life you, the life you had before you gave up your life and accepted Jesus Christ. That life. Who loved that life? Before you surrendered to the will of God. He says we'll eventually lose it. Through death. Now what does he mean? He means that if, if you have not accepted Christ. And you just live in your life. Because you love it so much. You're going to die. Which is a spiritual separation from a physical body. And you will have your spirit locked up in Hades. And then afterwards come the great day of judgment. Then your spirit will be thrown in the lake of fire for eternal. That's why I say eventually death. You'll lose it. Now watch this. He says, but here it go. Watch what he says. But the one who hates his life in this world. Now watch this. 
hates his life in this world. He's talking, look, look, well, let's, let's, let's go a little far. And is concerned with what? Pleasing God will keep it for what? Eternal. Now, understand this, what he said is the one who loves his life. In other words, the one who has come to Christ and said, I don't want this life. I want a new life. He said that person who have accepted Christ as their Savior has yielded to him. Not just open your mouth and say, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in my heart that God is raised from the dead. But the one who also places it in action, living according to the will of God. Why? Because it says, here it is. He says, uh, and is concerned with what? Pleasing God. That's the one who hates his life. And let me tell you this. Go with this verse and I'll show you what it means. Uh, go with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. And look at this. So we'll look at this life so there'll be no confusion. Ephesians chapter 2. And we want to start at verse 1. Walk down to verse 3. That's what it means. By hates his life. And then loving what God gives. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. And you, he made a what? That's a new life. When you was what? Spiritually and separated from him because of your what? Transgressions and your sins. That's the life he wants you to hate. In which you once what? You were following the ways of what? Influenced by this what? Huh? In accordance with the prince of the power of the air. Then it says who? The spirit who is now at work in the what? Disobedient. The unbelieving who fight against what? All right. Now watch this. I, I, I want to read verse 3. Among these unbelievers, we all once lived in the passion of our flesh. Our behavior governed by sinful self, indulging the desires of what? Human nature. Without, good God Almighty, without the Holy Spirit. You can't enjoy, you can't enjoy life without the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. Because who's going to guide you? Self. <laughs> Paul said, ain't nothing good within self. Huh? So, so, so if self is operating, self can never enjoy what real life is. You got to deny your life, your wants, for what God wants you to have. All right? He says, and, and the impulse of the sinful mind. We, we were by nature children under the sentence of God's what? Just like the rest of mankind. Now, uh, uh, many of us can say, but, but pastor, what about all the things that comes to me? What about all this trouble that's attacked me? How, how can I be up on the mountain? How can I live life if folk are dying all around me? How can I enjoy life when, when they won't give me a a proper chance in a promotion on the job. How can I enjoy when every time I turn around, I get one bill paid and another one pop up? 
how can I, how can I enjoy life when things are going good and my kids come in with a problem? Huh. All right, go with me. Look at Psalms 34 and 19. Look what it said. John 34 and 19. See that? Psalm, am I wrong? Psalm 34 and 19. I say, oh, it sounds like I said John. Amen. Look at the screen, though. <laughs> it's right. Look at the screen. Look at the screen. I promise you the screen is right. <laughs> I promise you. Y'all yeah. yeah. pray for me. <laughs> Psalms 34 19. All right. Look at it. Many hardships and what? Perplexing circumstances comfort, confront the what? It comes your way. In other words, the scripture said in the King James, many are the afflicted. All right. Of the righteous. But the Lord does what? Every problem, every trial, every situation, God will work it out. Don't matter what it is. I don't care. Yet sometimes you may have it a little longer. But I found out God allows me to have it longer because he's got great things for me to do. Huh? If I'm in this problem a long time, you know what you should say? You say, God, you got something great for me because I've been in this thing a long time. Boy, I wish I had about 24 coming in and say, God got something great for me. <laughs> oh, but I wish I had somebody say, but when it comes, did anybody know that when it come, anybody know when it come, anybody know it came, and when it came, God said, still yet. That ain't all I got for you. That ain't all I got for you. I still got much more for you. Huh. Okay, okay. All right. Look at this. So now, uh, uh, look at 1 John chapter 5 and 3. 1 John chapter 5 and 3. Now watch this. God's word is not a burdensome to you. His pre-plans. His precepts is not a burden to you. But when God gives you his word and asks you to do something, trust me, the Bible says it's not hard to do. <laughs> it's only hard when we're trying to debate <laughs> if, if we could do it or not. Yeah, but it ain't hard. Yeah, okay, watch this. Write that text down because you want to keep that. Okay. For the true love of God is this, that we are what? Habitually, what? Keep, that we habitually keep his what? And remain focused on his precepts. So in other words, you got to stay. You got to pay attention to what God wants. You got to stay focused. Don't let the devil knock you off. Don't let him come in and try to trip you. Don't, try, don't let trials come in and try to throw you off. God say focus on what I said. And look what he said. And his commandments and his precepts are not, it's in the word of God. God said, no, it ain't, it ain't, God said, mm -mm. it ain't hard to ignore it <laughs> and trust God. Because God says, listen, it ain't hard for me to bless you and it ain't hard for you to receive a blessing. But what the problem is, you don't want to do what God says in order to get the blessing. And you cannot enjoy life 
if you do not get the blessing and you cannot enjoy the blessing if God don't give it to you. And you cannot get it if you don't belong to God. Because everything that God have only goes to his children. All right. Now, okay. Uh, I, want, I, want, I want to ask this question to everyone. Can, can anyone in here say that God uh, uh, has been good to us? Because anyone, anyone got a testimony? Anybody got a testimony that in spite of it all, God has been good to you? I, I believe that if we just went down the line, if fear got out the way, you can think of many, many, many things that God has brought you through. And you say, if it wouldn't have been from God, where would I be? Many of us can say that. Many of us, in spite of your circumstances now, you know God is good to you. Now watch this. David says, don't forget it. Now watch this. Psalms 103. Psalms 103. And I'm going to start with verse 2 to 5. Psalms 103. Let's go there. Psalms 103. Okay, and I want to start with verse 2 to 5. Psalm 103, verse 2 to 5. Now watch this. David says this. Let's read it together. Blessed and affectionately, what? Praise the Lord. And guess what he say? And do not forget any of his what? Now watch this. Now when you look at this, I want you to say, uh, enjoy uh, the benefit of life. Or rather, enjoy the best of life. Enjoy the best of life. Watch this. Verse 2. Who gives all, who forgives all your sins. Enjoy what? Who heals all your what? Enjoy the best of life. Who redeems you, who redeems your life from what? You can what? Enjoy the best of life. I, I said it like that because I want you to understand. I'm going to keep going. Who redeems your life from the pit? You can enjoy the best of life. Who crowns you lavishly with loving kindness and tender mercy? Enjoy the best of life. God wants you to enjoy the best of life. Look what he did. He redeemed your life. He, you, he gives you lavish living. God does all this so you can what? Enjoy life. Who satisfies your years with what? Good things. Tell me you can't enjoy the best of life. So that your youth is renewed like the soaring eagle. In other words, God says, I'm providing everything for you so you can enjoy the best of life. So why wouldn't you want to do it? Oh God, I want to do it. But the problem that I have doing it, God, is that every now and then, I look at it and I say, mm, God will forgive me. Oh, God has already forgiven you. But you're slowing down living the best of life because you're looking at an object or a, a, a problem. You're looking at a trial. You're looking at a hurdle instead of looking beyond the hurdle and looking at God. God said, enjoy the best of life. Listen, listen, listen what else God says. Uh, go to Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and 9. Look what God says. 
he says, he says this to us at a child, as a child. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and 9. Look what God said. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and 9. You have that? Look what he said. Rejoice what? In your what? God said, I want you to start living life as a, at an early age. God said, you don't have to wait till you get older. He said, enjoy life now. Even at your young age. Now watch this. He said, and let your heart be what? Pleasant. In the what? The days of your... And walk in the ways of your... And in the desires of your what? But know that God will what? Paul, he said, in other words, now look what God is saying. God says, I'm trying to tell you is that at a young age, you can still have fun, enjoy life, and still be right with God. That's what God's saying. Just because you're young don't mean you can't live right. Huh? You don't have to be a bad actor just because you're young. Huh? You don't have to cuss everybody out just because you're young. You don't have to get strung out on drugs just because you're young. You don't have to try everybody that look good just because you're young. No, God said you can still have fun, but know this, that everything you're doing will be brought back to you. Listen, uh, uh, I, was, I was talking uh, to one of the deacons yesterday when we was uh, in the car, and we was talking about how the young people they think that uh, we don't know no better. One of the deacons in the, in the call on the way out there to the site, he said, the reason is, is because they haven't went through what we've been through. And so if they only knew <laughs> what we've been through, they would act differently. One of the officers says, I remember way back then when there was no electricity. I wish I had somebody to hear me today. Can you really say today that you are enjoying life? Because you're not in the predicament that it was back there. And when I looked at TV and I said, from what we looked at just on the news at the Capitol, if you think that's something, what do you think our mothers and fathers and forefathers went through back then and there? We're enjoying life. God have mercy. Yeah, yeah, I say, thank God that she's sustaining. And some of you that's got age up to 70 and, and really a little younger but more, you know what it's like. You know what you've been through. You can worship and praise God that you can drive to the store with some strength instead of being afraid to get out past 6 o'clock. In my research, Jackson Gretna alone, it said, past midnight, you better not be in Gretna. You can drive through here all through the night now. Tell me you ain't enjoying life. Okay, all right, watch this. Uh, and so our young children, our young children, and for us, God says to start enjoying life at a young age. and means that you don't have to do anything you want to 
You can do everything that, watch this, God puts in front of you and then get blessed at the same time by just doing what God says. Write this down, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 22. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 22. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 22. All right. Look what it says to all of us. What? Abstain from what? Every form of evil. Withdraw and what? So you can do what? Enjoy life. <laughs> Listen, if, if, if you operating unholy, the Bible says, God don't dwell in nothing unclean. Yeah, you, you can't do it. And then expect to get blessed. Some of us are on hold. It's because we're what we call hard-headed. And you know, you're not being hard-headed to people. You're really being hard-headed to God. When the Bible says it's more blessed to give than receive, and when you try to hold back instead of helping somebody, you're not hurting a person. Because God's going to send somebody else to help him out. God has always got a ram in the bush. You don't believe me? Ask Jesus. Yeah, God always going to take care of his children. God don't need you. He wants you. Yeah, God don't need none of us. He wants us. Yeah, so God places you in a position so you can get blessed. God wakes you up to be a blessing. For somebody else. And in the process, he bless you. Folk are leaving early. I told you, anywhere from 25 to 55 is a normal lifespan. Anything over it, you ought to shout and say, I'm enjoying the best of life because I'm here by the grace of God. You don't believe me? How many didn't had a stroke and you're still here? How many have had a heart attack and you're still here? How many didn't had a, a severe allergic reaction or have an air problem and you're still here? How blood pressure ain't took you out? You're still here. You're here by the grace of God. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And so I've, I've decided, because I'm here by the grace of God, I might as well go on and ride out the best of my life, the last or years that I have, and enjoy, and then turn around and hop up in glory. God have mercy. Okay, okay, watch this. He says, uh, God wants you to enjoy life so much that he gave us everything for his, for his purpose. Now watch, watch. How God did this. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21 and 22. Look what God said. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21, 22. Now watch this. Look at this. God gave everything for his purpose, which means now it becomes your purpose. Now just what really got me when I looked at it. We're going to go around 21 to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 21 to 22. Watch this. So let no one boast in men about their wisdom. Huh? Or having this or what? Or, or what? Or as a, or, or what? Or as a leader. Talking about different preachers. Different prophets. Huh? 
different ones. Watch this. For all, you know what God's saying? It's for your purpose. I got Paul there. I got Apollos there. Huh? For your purpose. King David there. Pastor Hodge there. Pastor Stuman, Pastor Gullis. Huh? Morningstar. Johnson. Pastor Johnson. All of them. For your purpose. And watch this. Go to verse 22. Look what he says. Whether Paul or Paulus or Cephas, Peter, or the world, or the world, it's for our purpose, or the world, or life. So watch this. All of them is it's mine. The world is mine. Or life. Now this what really got me. Or death. Sin of God, why you gotta, why do you have to include that? Because when it takes place, it only separates you from this old earthly place and takes you to your heavenly place. It's for your purpose. What the devil meant for harm. God. <laughs> yeah. Now watch this. He says, he says, uh, are things what? It's yours. Huh? Are things to what? It's all yours. All things are. Boy, I wish I had somebody to hear me. God, God, now wait, when you're talking about the world, he said, I got the car there for you. I got the plane there for you. I, I, I got the food stamp there for you. Huh? I, I, when your loved one is gone, I'll send somebody to be a child to you. Huh? When your child, when your, when, when, when your parents are gone, I'll put, I'll put a big, I'll put grandma there. I'll put nanny there. I, I'll put somebody there for you. I'll put somebody to cut your yard when you don't have your strength to do it. I'll put people there. When, when, what's it? when pastors, I'll put a deacon there. If the deacon ain't there, I'll put some other leaders there. If the leaders don't do right, I'll give you some members that'll be just like leaders there. I've got everything there. It's all for you. Why, why, God, are you giving me all this so you can enjoy the best of life? Huh? Listen, he said, I don't want you to, and somebody said, why you put uh, best here? Because God said, he didn't want me just to enjoy life. Because everybody can get up. But I want you to have the best I want you to have Cox Cable, AT&T, and I want you to also be able to afford HBO and the Sports Channel, Cinemax. I want you to have the best, the full packet. And just because you're right with me, when you call to get it, I'm going to have it where it's a six months to a year discount. The best. God wants you to have the best. That's why when you get sick, God fix it where they have, where you don't have the money to go to the doctor to get all of the pills. Your doctor will give you what we call samples. And the sample comes because they just got a new medicine that do better than the old medicine. I'm trying to tell you, God wants you to have the best. When everybody else's church is shut 
down regular still have an avenue to either come to church or watch it live when everybody else was telling us that we were stupid for doing it on TV and doing it on the internet and early in the life when the world shut down we were still there God wants you to have the best the best the best Listen, I just want to give you one more scripture then I'm finished all things mine John 16, 24, and I'm finished. John 16, 24, and I'm finished. John 16. Look what Jesus said. Jesus said, listen, I'm telling you. I'm telling you everything is yours. I'm telling you I want you to have it. I'm telling you I want you to have the best. I'm telling you this. So, Jesus is with his disciples. He's walking around. He's all cool and everything. And this is what Jesus does. Jesus throws a trip up into the disciples' way because what happened when he's there, the woman with the issue of blood, she just sneaks up and touches him and gets blessed. Huh? What happened when the woman that was bent over, Jesus looks at her, he calls her up, and when he calls her up, the first thing he does is he speaks to her and then he touches her. And so what happened, so the disciples are hooked on everything that he's doing. And they still have not gotten it yet about what he is trying to tell them. Because normally every time Jesus done something, he always lifts up and give it to God first. Look what God said. Uh, Jesus is trying to tell them. He says the problem is, is you've been talking to God, but you haven't been getting it. And the purpose is because you haven't been going through it right. Look what he does. Place that scripture back up. Look what he say. On time now. You have not asked the Father for anything. I'm telling you, it's all yours, but you've been talking to God, but you haven't been asking in my name. I'm trying to tell you, I'm the representative of God. He sends me here so that if you go through me, you can get whatever you want. It's all yours. <laughs> uh, watch what he said. But now ask. And what? Keep on Ask it. You ain't, listen, don't let nobody tell you you're too repetitious. Don't let nobody tell you you've been going down on your knees. You've been praying for the mountain to move. God said, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's a set time for this mountain to move, baby. That mountain is there because your faith, when your faith build up and gets strong enough, not only is this mountain going to move, valley going to exalt also. Watch this. He said, keep on asking. And what? You will receive so that why your joy may be what it, go go to the MSG y'all somebody go to the MSG watch this go to the MSG in there John 16 24 go to the MSG I'm trying to tell you God wants you to be running over I'm trying to tell you that God wants you to be so full of it somebody got the MSG John 16 24 watch listen to it 1624, MSG. Somebody got it? Read it. Read that. Say that loud for me. Up, stop right there and hold that. Reveal to you. Things I'm teaching you. 
things I'm telling you. I'm coming to tell you everything that my father told me. And I'm putting it in the Logos. I'm putting it in the Raymond. I'm putting it in this word of God. And I'm pleased speaking it to you. I'm revealing to you. Every time we take a scripture and we dissect it, it's being revealed to you. Go ahead and read it. As what I'm revealing to you in my name. Go ahead. According to the will. Now what is the will? What I reveal to you. That's the will. This word is the will. Some of you have not because you ask not. <laughs> Go ahead. He's going to give it to you. Because it's in the will. And you keep on asking. God, I want a car. I got to give you the car. I may not do it today, but you keep asking me. I got to give you the car. Go ahead. A river. What? Overflowing in his bank. So your joy has to be complete. In other words, God says, I want to give you everything so you can be excited. I want to give you everything so your joy, you can just be happy all the time. People look at you like you're crazy. Why do you keep on smiling? Because I got joy. Joy, joy, joy. God's great joy. God wanted running over. Go to the doctor. I got bad news. It's all right. Joy. Joy. So when you got joy, God said, I want your joy to run over. I want your joy up inside of you. Why? So you can enjoy the best of life. Come on, give God some praises. God wants us to enjoy the best of life. The best of life. And he wants it running over. God wants you to have it so you're going to have so much excited in you. You're riding in your car and you're just waving your hand. God wants you to have so much of it. That's why this morning I was listening to the song all of my life God's been good to me. Down through the years. <laughs> God, I wish I had somebody hear me. God been good to me. I wish I had somebody to hear me today. Huh? Can we just sing that a little bit? Can we just do it together? Can we sing that song? I just want you to understand. God's been good to me all of my life. Come on, God's been God's been good to me. Come on, all of my life. All of my life. Come on, God's been good. God's been good to me. Oh, he's been good, he's been good to me. Come on, down through the years, down through the years. Come on, God's been good to me. God's been good to me. Oh, down through the years. God's been good to me. Come on, down through the years, down through the years. The door of the Lord's house. God's been, God's been good to me. May be oh, right he's been good. He wants to come and give their life. He's been good. Maybe you're watching his own life. 
This is your moment, your opportunity to come to him. All of my Would life. You come? Will you make up your mind? You say, Lord, here I God's life. been good to me. I'm giving my life to oh, you. Will you come? All of my life. Come on, God's been, God's been good to me. Come on, all of my life. All of my life. God's been good to me. Oh, he's been good. He's been good to me. You know what I really like? When it goes, he's been good. 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 The Lord is good. He's been good. And you know me, I like to change it up. He's been good. 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 Father God, in Jesus' name, we come before you right now, praying, God, that you will look down upon the soul that don't know you, God. We pray now, Father God, that you will touch their minds, that you will touch their hearts and their spirit. We ask you, God, in Jesus' name, to remove all the negative out of their mind. And, oh, Father God, remove all the confusion out of their mind. In Jesus' name, let them just see you right now. Watch them and make them whole, God. We give their life to you right now. And we thank you for salvation. Thank you for saving the one that's in our home that's lost, God. Thank you right now for saving the one that's in the hospital that's lost, God. Thank you now, God, for restoring us and giving us a fresh anointing and a brand new start. And this is our prayer of faith. We thank you for it. Redeem it done right now in Jesus' name. And the body of Christ says, amen, amen. Come on, give God some praises. Give God some praises. Listen, it's offering time. It's offering time. Whatever you're going to give God, I just want you to prepare to give it. want you to prepare to give it, prepare to give it. And then while you're preparing to give, two things. Those who are watching this live, all you have to do is you can go to your menu, double and click it, and go to give now. When you go to give now, I want you to go ahead and go down and give God whatever you're going to give him. Now in the process of time, I want you to run to your kitchen, run in your area, and so we can prepare for communion all together. Go get your bread, your crackers, whatever you're going to drink, and we're going to bless it and prepare for communion. That's what I want you to do while you're doing it. If everybody in the church, if you have a communion cup, you have, if you don't have it, raise your hand up. Amen. It's uh, two, out, two out here and two up in the balcony. Amen. Brother officers, real quick. In fact, uh, brother, here you go. Right now. You got it. All right. Let's do that real quick. Let's go. If you have, don't have communion, then I want you to go ahead and take that first seal off for the bread. First seal. You don't have to pull it all the way off. Just hold it right there. Just hold it right there. As you're going in your kitchen to get your bread. As you're going in your kitchen to get what you're going to give to God, I want you to do that right now. I want you to do that right now. Go get it. Amen. 
as you're going to get it. Amen. All right. Anybody else need communion cup? You got it? All right. Before your offering, let me do this. Father God, in Jesus' name, those who are going to give of their offering, their first fruit, their tithes, they're sowing the seeds, God. We ask you to bless their seed to you. Bless their tithes to you, their offering to you. God, let them fill it. God, give them an increase like you've already done. I pray in Jesus' name, as they're faithful to you, that you will stretch their mouth. I decree it done. I pronounce a blessing in Jesus' name upon all your finances. All the things that you have, we decree the blessing. We thank you for it in advance in Jesus' name. And we say, Amen. The Bible, the Bible tells us that what Jesus did on that evening, he says, let's sit down and eat. He says, the bread that you're going to eat now, he says, this bread represents my broken body. He says, the cup that you're going to drink from, he said, this cup represents the blood that was shed to redeem you back to me so that you can enjoy life like never before. He says, all your sins have been forgiven. And he said, often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, do it in remembrance of me. Father, we pray now that you will bless this communion tray. Bless, Father, the bread all over that's watching us now that's going to eat of it. Bless God to drink the cup that they're going to drink that represents the blood that was shed for them. We ask you to bless it now, God. As we take it and place it in our body, we're being reminded of the death and burial, the blood that was shed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We ask you to forgive us for all our sins. Clean us. Prune us and purge us. This we do now in Jesus' name. We thank you and ask you to bless us. And we say, Amen. He took the bread when he had broken it. He blessed it. said, as often as you eat of this bread, do it in remembrance of me. Let us eat. After which, he took the cup and he blessed it. Said as often as you drink of this cup, do it in remembrance of me. Let us drink. Amen. What a glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. The Bible says that some of him went out into the Mount of Olives. Let me say this to you as we get ready to go. As you get ready to go, I want to give you the reading for our fasting. And they're going to place it on the screen. But today's reading is Haggai chapter 1 and Malachi chapter 3. Haggai chapter 1 and Malachi chapter 3. Now, I'm going to send it, have this sent out on a text so that you'll get it. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Because I know you got the cup and you're trying to be careful uh, with the juice. So I, I want to make sure... I just did this to you. It's Haggai chapter 1, whole chapter of Haggai, and then Malachi chapter 3. 
They're gonna place this on the internet. They're gonna place it on the website, and I'm, I'm gonna have the text sent out. And of course, tomorrow is Ezekiel. Uh, tomorrow is uh, Ezekiel chapter 37, verse one through 14. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse one through 14. Ezekiel 37. Verse 1 through 14. And then also tomorrow, and that's going to be it for now. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 17 to 21. Acts chapter 2, 17 to 21. Now, let me just go over it. Tomorrow, I mean, today's reading, today is Haggai chapter 1. Malachi chapter 3. Haggai chapter 1. Malachi chapter 3. Got it? All right. Tomorrow, Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 37. Chapter 37. Verse 1 through 14. Verse 1 through 14. And... Acts chapter 2, verse 17 to 21. Right, so you got that. We're going to have that sent out to you and place that up. All right, now, uh, you may come to your feet. Uh, we want you to be mindful that today is you can eat whatever you want to. Be careful when you go to your sweets and your sugar so you won't mess yourself up too much. Amen. You can eat whatever you want to, drink whatever you want to today. And then tomorrow we'll go back. And if you really look at last week, uh, it's the same thing. No breakfast starting tomorrow. And you can go back to your fruit, your vegetables, and, uh, your salad, your fish, broth, uh, turkey, chicken. All right? Now, the Bible said it's on him went up the Mount Olive. Let me say this to you. Be prayerful. Uh, as you get ready to go out the door, we're going to ask those in the balcony to come down, and then the ushers are going to escort one side. Uh, for the officers, let's open up both doors, put a trash can out for the cups, and, the, and, and then also your tithing box there. Listen, God bless you. We love you. We look to see you on tomorrow night. Remember, send in your prayers. Send in your prayers for tomorrow night. God bless you. Come on, uh, brother of musician. Come on, everybody, I know it was some blood. I know it was some blood.